Gentlemen, we're thrilled to go to our Auburn Bank phone line and bring on the radio voice of the Atlanta Braves, Ben Ingram. First time visit with us here on the program, and we've been excited about this. Get to talk about the Atlanta Braves baseball team that we love so much. Proud to be a Braves Radio Network affiliate here in Tiger Communications and in Auburn on AM 1230 WAUD. And happy to chat with Ben, who joins us on the program now. Ben, the time is always greatly appreciated. How are things going for you and your world? Going well. I appreciate you having me today. We had a, a, a good off day yesterday and back home for a little while. So everything's good over here. No doubt about that. We've got a lot to celebrate. A big winning streak for Atlanta. They're back at home. I want to get to baseball in just a little bit. But uh, as we got you on the show for the first time here, Ben, I'm curious, in your broadcasting career, I know it's been a lot of minor league baseball and, and then obviously your work in the majors as well. Has Auburn ever come across your radar that frequently? Or, or what have your interactions with the Auburn Tigers or their fan base been? like over the years sure i've actually been to a football game there once it was about uh i want to say 2008 or 2009 i saw auburn beat tennessee uh at a game one time one of my good friends is an auburn alumnus and uh, he had some tickets one saturday so i went over with him and i've seen auburn play a few times in mississippi i'm from mississippi uh, mississippi and, and seen them play at old miss a few times got to see cam newton play up there once and uh, my girlfriend is actually uh, an alumni of Auburn. She cheered at Auburn several years ago. So I got a few ties to, to Auburn. Ben, I don't know how, long, how close you've been following the, uh, the college baseball playoffs, but Auburn is heading up to Corvallis, Oregon, in the baseball regional take on the Oregon State Beavers this coming up weekend. You used to broadcast for the Eugene Emeralds up there in the Pacific Northwest. Not a lot of Auburn fans have ever made that trek up there. So what can Auburn fans heading up that way expect from you know weather-wise or that area this weekend? Well, it's a perfect time of year to be in Oregon. It's funny because you think about the Northwest and people think about the rain and it raining all the time. And that's true. It rains a lot between um, basically mid-September through early spring. So basically Labor Day to, to Memorial Day, it can get pretty rainy. But I'll give you an idea of what it's like during the summer. It's absolutely spectacular up there during the summer. The team that I worked for didn't even have a tarp for the infield because it never rained during the summertime. It just <laughs> rained during the rest of the year. So it's a, it's a really pretty area of the country. Folks were very, very nice. Um, I did get to see the baseball facility in Corvallis one time. It was about 45 minutes to an hour north of where I was in Eugene. But just out of curiosity, one day I just went up there and checked out the campus. So I think for Auburn people that are going up there to uh, to Corvallis to enjoy their time. If you're going to Oregon, that that whole Willamette Valley during the uh, the summertime, late spring and early summer, best time of the year to go there. So I think folks will really enjoy it. All the way from Oregon to Atlanta, now the radio voice of the Atlanta Braves, the 2021 World Series champions. Ben Ingram is our guest here on this Tuesday edition of Sports Call. Tell me this, Ben, why did you want to be a play-by-play broadcaster? What got you into this biz? That's a really good question. I think from a very young age, I was just interested in it. I always enjoyed listening to radio broadcasts and such when I was a little kid. Um, I think a lot of it had to do with just a, a form of, of exploration and adventure when I was young. You know, your parents would make you go to bed. Maybe I wasn't ready to go to bed yet, so I had a little <laughs> radio and I could tune through the dials and pick up games and such. And that was always cool to me. Was, I always enjoyed hearing the crowd and uh, hearing that from my bedroom when I was a little kid. And I always enjoyed playing ball, played football, baseball, basketball uh, through high school. and was good enough to play, you know, in, in my teenage years, but that was really it. I knew that after that, if I wanted to be around the game, you know, I'd have to do something other than playing. 
And so I tied in my interest for broadcasting with my interest for these games and uh, these sports that I grew up playing and pursued it. And it worked out, and I'm glad that it did. And it's been a lot of fun to, to pursue that goal and to try to get to the big leagues. Enjoyed paying my dues, enjoyed calling games in the minor leagues. And uh, that was always a blast for me to get to go on the air every single night and, and tell fans of our game about the game and, and the team that I was covering. So uh, one door just led to another, and, and it was just a, a lot of fun getting here all the way through. And all of a sudden, you get to 2021 and the door that opens is a World Series run for Atlanta and we've talked a lot about uh, the year it was for the Braves everyone in the Auburn area very much so a part of Braves country and uh, live and die with every pitch once it comes to postseason play and that sort of thing to be on the mic though when that final out is recorded when Dansby Swanson fires across the infield to make it happen I mean that's got to be something that you dreamed of Ben when you think back on that what comes to mind yeah, it definitely is. And I think growing up, I mean, what I always wanted to do was just to call big league games. And if you if you can get to the big leagues, to me, that was a dream come true. Anything beyond that is truly beyond your wildest dreams. Uh, so getting to be in that chair and at the microphone to bring games of that magnitude to our fan base is just a tremendous honor. Um, getting to do it with our team, with our broadcasting team, the guys that I work with, just an amazing experience. And it's everything you ever thought it would be and then some. Um, it, it, you really have to pinch yourself even now. I think back on how fortunate we truly are to be a part of that. I, I have so many friends in this industry and know so many people in this industry who have been broadcasting for multiple decades and have never even had the opportunity to to work a World Series, much less call the final out. So I, I can tell you, I, it, it's not wasted on me. I know how truly blessed I am and how, how fortunate I was to be able to experience that with uh, the crew that I work with and with our team and for this fan base. And it, it's something that we'll never forget. And I can tell you this much, when you get to experience it, all you want to do is experience it again. And I, and I hope I get to do that one day because it is that much fun. And Ben, obviously a guy that we've seen on the TV side that you work with now, Joe Simpson, I think all of us were, uh, I mean, not shocked, but but certainly pleasantly surprised to hear uh, how adept he is at play-by-play. Were, were you surprised at how good, when, when you first heard him uh, do play-by-play with you and obviously work with you on the radio side of things? That's a great question. I remember Joe doing a little bit of play-by-play when I was younger, but I knew I'd not heard him do it in forever, so I had no idea what to expect. Uh, the first time I ever got to do any play-by-play with him was when we were at spring training, uh, I want to say in 2020 uh, or 2021. I can't remember. One of those two years. I think it was 2020. And and I knew that um, – I can take that back. It would have been 2019. That, that These years are all kind of jumbled together in my mind. But it, it was, I, to me, it, it gave me some nostalgia because growing up in Mississippi, I, I had heard Joe and Don and Pete and Skip and getting to sit there next to Joe – um, and then having the, a link to those other guys and thinking about the guys that I listened to when I was 14, 15, 16 years old, that was really amazing to me. I knew that he would have a wealth of knowledge, but the thing that has been so awesome working with Joe is the chemistry that he and I have together. You never can plan these things. You just work better with some people than others. And Joe, to me, has been like an older brother that I've never had. Um, I, I think the way that he and, and Jay Chad and I all get along and hang out and do what we do. We love working together, whether we're on the air or off the air. We have so much fun working together. And I could say the same thing about when, when Don was around. I mean, Don, I, I felt like he was like my, my broadcasting father, almost like my big league broadcasting father, the way that when I got here to Atlanta, he took me under his wing. And uh, we miss him every single day. 
But uh, it, it was great seeing him make that transition. I know that he's really enjoyed it, and he's in a good place in his life, and I'm happy that he's doing radio with us now. Ben, something we talk about often when we just kind of talk about the sport in general is this the grind of a 162-game season for the players and trying to stay healthy throughout and, and, and coming to the, the ballpark every day and, and trying to perform. But also the broadcasters, I mean, they're calling all 162 games and, and doing a lot of traveling and that sort of thing. Is that something you enjoy, or has there ever been a season where you kind of are ready for it to, to be over type of thing, or do you always enjoy uh, each and every day, whether it involves a lot of traveling or not i absolutely love it i mean the the travel is probably outside of of being on the air is probably my favorite aspect of the job Uh, i love getting to to go all over the country and and go to these different cities and these different ballparks and tell our listening audience uh, about our experiences there that that to me is so much fun um, it, it keeps things moving along. Things certainly don't get stale when you travel as much as we do. We just got back just for, for, uh, for instance, we got back Sunday night very late. I think I got home about 1 a.m. Sunday, turning Monday morning. We'll be here for uh, six ball games, and then we're right back on the road leaving after the game on Sunday. And you get very good at packing a suitcase. I've gotten very proficient at doing that and, and doing laundry, things like that. But I love it. I, to me, that that's still a rush and it's still a thrill, no matter how good or, or bad the team may be that year. I love getting to go to these different ballparks, uh, see our game in each of, of these different cities. And to me, that's, that's the, the most uh, invigorating part of this job is going to some of these ballparks and bringing Braves country the action in, in an area or a region of the country that they're not in or maybe they've never even been to at all and i think that's such a a thrill and and i love that aspect of the job well ben you played right into my question with all that travel what's your favorite ballpark you've been to whether it's the booth itself or the city or the fans or the food uh what's your favorite trip you've had it's so it's such an interesting topic and we discuss this all the time amongst us here in the booth we have our favorite booths to see a game in we have our favorite ballparks to be a part of we have our favorite cities to go to and it's never one place it's never the same place and i'll just give you an idea of that when it comes to my favorite city and and typically my favorite city to have an off day because you can find things to do I, i love going to chicago on an off day because there are so many places that you can get a good meal uh, we're going to be there next week, and we have an off day next Thursday in Chicago, and I'm so excited for it because you've got so many great restaurants to choose from, and it's just a very lively city. As far as my favorite park to work in, I love Dodger Stadium. It's not the best broadcasting booth by any means, but anytime you're there, there's going to be 50,000-plus people there, and it just feels like the biggest game in the world anytime you work there. And I love uh, that heightened sense of, of importance on a ball game. And so you can imagine what it's like to call postseason games there. I mean, it is such an adrenaline rush, uh, and I think it brings out the best in you. As far as a ballpark itself, I mean, it's, it's really hard to beat Wrigley or Fenway. Those are terrific ballparks. And as far as booths go, um, I love the booth in Arizona because it, it has such a close vantage point. I love the booth in San Francisco because it has such a close vantage point. Uh, we're in, a, in an era now where some of these newer ballparks, ours included, they're putting broadcast booths higher and higher and putting suites lower and lower because they can charge more money for it. 
So when you go to a new park uh, like here or a new park like when we went to uh, to Arlington to play the Rangers a few weeks ago, you're pretty high. Uh, Washington's booth is high. Pittsburgh's booth is high. And, and while those views aren't bad, it, it really makes you appreciate places like San Francisco and Arizona where your booth is significantly lower, uh, much closer to the action, and, and you feel like you're right in the game rather than way up above the game. So uh, I know that's kind of a long-winded answer, but, but those are some of my favorites. Ben, I've got to ask, where's the World Series ring? It is locked up. I, I, I tried to. I, I thought about having it, you know, just at my house, and I thought, well, we travel a ton, and, and I feel like I live in a pretty safe place. But with as much as we're gone, I don't wear it. it, it the thing is so enormous. <laughs> um, so I decided I was just going to lock it up in a, in a safety deposit box, and whenever the off season gets here, I'll go get it. When I go home for for Thanksgiving and Christmas, I'll take it home, let my friends, my family see it. Uh, but outside of that, I've got pictures on my phone of it and uh, I'll just go grab it whenever I need to. Ben Ingram is the voice of the Atlanta Braves. You can listen to him on our sister station, AM 1230 WAUD, right here in Auburn, a part of the Braves Radio Network. We have absolutely loved our Friday chats uh, with your colleague, Kevin McAlpin, over the years. But, Ben, i got to say, one interview in, you're already giving him a run for his money. Uh, This has just been outstanding. (laughs) With that being said, we got to let you go on a baseball question because Atlanta all of a sudden is riding this five-game win streak. They're back above 500. I mean, how, how do the Braves keep this going? I think you have to start with a foundation. That's pitching and defense. And, and look, it was great to see the bats get going in Colorado. They, they did a much better job with runners in scoring position. And that, that's a major thing that you need to go your way. But when the team has not been playing well, you'll notice the starters not going deep in games and the, and the defense is not being as sharp as they need to be. I think what we saw in that finale in Arizona and the four games in Colorado, and especially in Colorado, given how tough it is to pitch there, they were getting lots of innings from their starters. Um, they were they're playing great defense, turned a bunch of double plays, making routine plays. And I think when you can do all the small things, that accumulates. And, and, and when that accumulates over the span of, of six months, over 162 games, you're going to win a lot of games when you're doing all the small things. Uh, to me, there's not a big difference in the teams that are playing really well versus the teams that are not. It's very simple. The teams that are not aren't getting base hits with two outs, and they're probably kicking the ball around. Their pitchers aren't going that extra inning. Uh, they're get, having to rely on their bullpen maybe a little bit too much. And when that accumulates, you start losing a lot of games. So that, that the team did a much better job of that. Hopefully they continue to do that. They're in a soft spot in their schedule. I mean, let's be honest. They just took on Arizona and Colorado, and those are two teams that, are, that can present challenges. But those are two losing teams. You see a couple more losing teams in Oakland and Pittsburgh on this homestand. Then you see some more losing teams on the next road trip to, to Washington and Chicago. So, so long as you're doing the small things, you're playing fundamentally sound baseball, you should beat these teams and hopefully get some good momentum going and have a really good month of June. We'll be listening to you all week long there in Atlanta. And then, like you said, the team heads back out on the road. Ben, the time is greatly appreciated. Thanks for stopping by here in Auburn, and we'll have to do this again very soon, okay? Absolutely. My pleasure. Thanks for having me, fellas.